Welcome to the No Rain, No Rainbows podcast. This is a show about pushing through obstacles and hard times in order to live a happy and fulfilled life. I'm your host, Ted Fayton, and it's a pleasure to have you joining us. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's grow. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the No Rain, No Rainbows podcast. I always want to give a shout out to my executive producer, Andre Settles, in the building, always helping make this podcast possible. Um, today, we have a very special guest and a little bit of a special twist as well, kind of wanting to hear uh, a story from from start to finish in terms of where we are right now, and I'm excited to be joined by Mary Witt, aka Granny, for anyone who knows Granny, happy birthday. Thank you. How are you feeling? I'm well, very well, and happy today. Yeah, it's it's a blessed day, isn't it? Yes. Oh, well. Um, so we were just talking a few moments ago, because I was like, Granny, you know, I want to hear the story. And you said, well, what do you want to hear? <laughs> and we started with basically my birth, really, because I was born in the country. I'm a country girl. Mm -hmm. And to let my brother say, I never got the country out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. So I did. I um, <clears throat> New Hope, Tennessee, mm -hmm. about eight miles to walk from my house to school. Now, this is every day. Every day. Yeah. That was the local school. Then when I finished, I had to go to high school from my grandmother, who was part Indian. Mm -hmm. And my cousin said, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that, Mary. I'm not going. My grandmother said, Mary doesn't have a choice. She's going to school. She made you go to school. She made me go to school. Again, I had to walk approximately eight miles, mm -hmm. regardless to the weather, rain or shine. Don't miss no days, but you will go to school. Mm -hmm. And I did. She would go to the white folks' house now and ask the lady to have bath water for me to wash my feet. So I would be presentable to go to high school. Wow. I did that. I finished high school. My last year in high school, I met my husband Livingston Witt, <laughs> and he did not want me to play basketball. Did he say why? I think he was jealous. Uh-huh. He thought I might meet somebody else. <laughs> I was pretty good. Yeah. Really pretty good. But <laughs> I was short, very short. And he said, that's okay. He said, just finished high school, and then we're going to get married. Huh? Hmm. Yes, we're going to get married. I finished high school in June. We were married in June, wow. the 4th of June. Really? My Yes. My 18th birthday would be the 5th of June. Wow. And that was the beginning of that. Wow. I always said to him, I don't like a lot of children. Really? I'm telling you right now, 
We might have two, but that's going to be it. Mm -hmm. That worked out fine because we ended up with two. (laughs) There you go. Uh, My son, George. Yeah. My daughter, Phyllis. Mm -hmm. And it was hard back in those days for black men, black boys to get a job, especially when you leave the South. And we did that, left Paris, went to Indianapolis, Indiana. So when is this when you left Paris? After my 18th birthday. So pretty quick. That was quick. Yeah. Yes. And he went to work for a can company, but it was the type of job where you may work for six weeks and all six weeks and whatever. Mm-hmm. It was not anything permanently. Wasn't consistent. Wasn't consistently at all. So now I have two kids, wow. a girl and a boy. And this is at what age now? <laughs> About 18. Wow. 18. Yeah. Because yeah. it happened shortly after I got married. Okay. And every day I would stand in the doorway and I would say, "Mm, mm, mm, why did I do this? Why did I do this? And we would say, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. But when is it going to get better? Yeah. So one day I was standing in that same doorway and my neighbor to the right was keeping a little boy for a girl that worked for RCA. So now you're standing in the doorway and you're you're waiting for things to get better. Wait, yes. And you're seeing that there's an opportunity next door. Yes. What made it so hard at that time, do you think? They weren't hiring Black folks just weren't being hired hiring in those days. Yeah. And for me, not ever having a job and being as as young as I was, yeah. She was saying, Mary, you 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 won't get no job. Wow. And I said, Yes, I will, and I'm gonna work where she works because she's driving a new Ford. Wow. Huh. So you see it. I saw it. I was determined. Yeah. And when I asked her, how does she get to work? Well, she just got that new car. Mm -hmm. Okay. I said, where is RCA? She said, why do you want to know? I said, because I'm going and get me a job. Yeah. On a Tuesday, I went to RCA. Mm-hmm. And the guy said, have you ever worked? I said, no. I said, I'm just 18 years old. How did I have I worked? Yeah. Well, we are not hiring. Okay. When do you hire? Well, when we need somebody. When will that be? Kept asking. We don't know. You kept asking. You just have to watch the newspaper. Did you keep watching it? Uh, Every week. I, for six weeks, 
I went to RCA. Mm-hmm. I still have some of those papers here now. <laughs> and the last day that I was there, he knew me by name. Mm-hmm. He said, you are in luck today. I'm going to hire you. And I said, what am I going to be doing? Pressing records, believe it or not. Pressing records. Records. For wow. those 78s that mm-hmm. you used to play. Yeah. That's how I started out. Wow. I started out. But I had to work second shift. Uh-huh. Second shift was from 3 to 11. This 3 in the, in the afternoon to 11. Now I got a problem. I got two kids. How am I going to get to work? Mm-hmm. But somehow I'm going to make it. Yeah. It was a lady there. She called me little girl. Hmm. I guess you just came to work long enough to get your Easter dress. I said, no, I came to get a job. Well, how are you going to get it? I said, I don't know. She said, well, we got a van that we rent. It's about four of us. And he takes you home and he will pick you up. So a lot of you are renting a van now. They're renting a van. That's how they was getting to work. So did you hop in? I hopped in that night. There you go. <laughs> and the guy, he said, oh, yes, you can ride. I, ha- I have a vacant, you know. Mm-hmm. As it turned out, we lived about four blocks from each other. The driver of this van, and he would drop me off at home. Mm-hmm. Wit was be home. My husband, by then, by then, I was calling him Wit. Yeah. He would be home by 11.30. And I've been at RCA for 40 years. Wow. I went, I thought, Lord, I, I, I can't press these records forever because it's hot here, you yeah, know. Yeah. I did. I for three years I would pay attention to everything that they did every day, every time they changed the mold. Or yeah. And I I, I, I remember hearing a story about you not li- being able to lift boxes. <laughs> that was later. Okay. This was during the the first three years of my work ethics, okay? Mm-hmm. And I I saw this lady, her name, I should have her paper right here. She ended up being my friend forever. But I would watch her every day to see what she did. Well, she was, she would have to come by and... <clears throat> The records, I think, at that day, she had to inspect them. Mm-hmm. And I would watch her. And I said, mm, if she can do that, I can do that, too. Just watched what she did. Just watched what she did. And figured out, hmm. Got to be real, real chummy with her. Yeah. And I would say, how do you get that job? What do you do? How do? She says, well... They'll need somebody one day. 
She says, and Mary, you know, you're pretty good at doing these uh, records. Yeah, you, you probably can get the job one day. I said, oh, okay. I kept doing my records. And she came one day and she said, Mary, she said, they need someone at the counter over there to inspect the mm. records. And I said, well, what do I do? She said, go to the counter and tell them that Eileen Eubanks, her name, said, give her a chance. So you made Buddy Buddy, and she gave you a chance. Gave me a chance. Once that door opened. That day was open. After that, there, <laughs> there was another opening that came along. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, they make more money, huh? But you had to go to school. I said, oh, that's okay. How long do you have to go? Well, I think it was about for six weeks. You just take a course for six weeks. And if you did okay, you got the job and you get to move up. So I'm hearing you connect all these dots yeah. here. All of it. I watched everything. And everything. You have to watch for the opportunities, right? Yes. Because a yes. lot of people sometimes think to themselves, I'm stuck in my spot. I can't get out. What direction do I take? You just right. take the next step if, if you can, right? That's right. And so, okay, this opening came up, but it was in shipping. I knew nothing about shipping. No. Nothing. I got the job, though, and I thought, oh, my God, this is where picking up heavy records, and mm-hmm. they become heavy. How heavy would they be? Yeah. Oh, wow. Probably 40 pounds. Wow. Yeah. And that's a lot for you to carry. Yes. And this was the, the, the huge trucks. Mm-hmm. How'd you do it? I... I I'll tell you in a minute. (laughs) For a couple of days, I said, oh, I'm not going to be able to do this. But as it happened, it was an old white man and a young white boy that didn't read or write that well Mm -hmm. came to work in the same area I was. Mm -hmm. I said, I tell you what. I will do the paperwork if you guys take care of the records in loading and unloading. Yeah. Oh, they loved it, and so did I. (laughs) Good deal, right? (laughs) That was a real, real good deal. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That happened. They did. They worked, they worked, they worked. And the guy from the office... After about six weeks, I guess, came down and says, "What's going on now over in in the ship? Because it's it's good, it's good." Yeah. And uh, they said, <clears throat> "That girl back there, call me the girl." Mm-hmm. So she's doing the paperwork, and they are doing the work. They have. He said, "Well, I want to meet her." Yeah. So he came back and he says, you know what? We have not had 
any problem with this paperwork for the last six weeks. So we hope wow. we, yeah. Oh, and they just loved me. Yeah. And of course, I love them. Yeah, you did such a good job. You said, this can work out. This, yeah, yeah, it was really working out. Yeah, and everybody wins. Everybody was winning. And so then I did such a good job for them, they promoted me up to the office. Wow. So you didn't have to worry about the boxes anymore. Didn't have to worry about the boxes anymore. So what was happening was I was doing the paperwork for them at the office. Okay. Taking it all off of them because mm-hmm. they didn't have to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And it was working out for them. Yeah. And it certainly was working out for me. There you go. <laughs> And Did that make things at home easier, too, and the oh, going to and from work? Yes, yes. That guy that was, um, as I said at first, that was t- picking up people, taking them to and from work. Yeah. He was doing that even when I left. He wow. was still doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, his name was Floyd. Floyd Moore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so every time a opening came open, I would go for it, regardless to what it was. Whether you know, yeah, I, if it paid a nickel more, I was interested. Just next step. Yes, yes, yeah. Then there was an opening in what they called the post office. Mm-hmm. Now, in, in back in the days, and that was whoa, I started in. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. When did I start? Uh, 57? 57? Okay. 57? Yeah. Those, uh, back in the day, they had their own post office. Yeah. So they did it all in-house. All Mm in-house. Yeah. And I went there, and... It was kind of rough because the people, not the people, but the young men who was white, yeah, didn't do their job, didn't have very good education, yeah, and you had to stay on them all the time. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, Lord, Mary, now you've done it again. Yeah. yeah. How are you going to do this? How are you going to do that? Well, so happened the the supervisor that was in the office next door, he says, Mary, so-and-so is going to give you a problem. He said, but don't worry about it because I'm going to be here to take care of you. Yeah. They had your okay. back. Okay. He had my back. And so I said, oh, okay, thank the Lord for this. Mm-hmm. And I guess I had worked in, for maybe, um, it wasn't months. Maybe I would say maybe weeks. They caught the guy sleep. Mm-hmm. The guy that said, I got you back, he caught him sleep yeah. and fired him. Yeah, there you go. That was good for Mary Witt. Yeah. <laughs> <Release> <laughs> it some was pressure. good for Mary Witt. Yeah. And so I stayed in that for 
maybe two years, yeah. I guess. It was probably two years. Did you ever feel that the environment was working against you when, when these job openings happened? Because you said, once it opened, you said, I can get that. I can get that. No. I, I think if you were a good worker. Yeah. And if you were, should I say, intelligent, uh, whatever, people watched you. At least back in the day, white folks did more watching. Yeah. They really did. And I had found that out from my grandmother. Yeah. Where she said, you have to pay attention. You have to pay attention, Mary. Mm-hmm. And um, Why would she time, say that? Yeah. Every time there was an opening, I would always put in for it. Mm-hmm. I would put in for it. But I had one stumbling block. You had um, you had black guys that was the union stewards, mm-hmm. and they are—I uh, I don't know—they didn't like. I don't. I can't say they didn't like women or whatever, but they, it was like they always felt that you was doing something dirty. To yeah. get these jobs. You just had that feeling. Uh, yeah. Mm. And um, this one guy said to me one day, who are you hmm, to get this job? Mm-hmm. I won't say the word, but you know what I meant. Um, and I said, what do you mean? Well, I know you just get these jobs. You get these jobs. You got to be hmm, somebody. And I thought, well, I'm I'm sorry. I yeah. said, no, I don't do things like that, you know. Yeah. And he got fired for saying that to you. He got fired, and I said, thank the Lord for that. Yeah. <laughs> so then I got another job. I got it up, and I said, Lord, something ain't right here because I'm getting all these jobs, mm-hmm. and the other people are, you know. What do you think it was? Yes. This particular job was, they gave you, you had about, I think I had 13, 13 or 14 people under me that was working that I had to take care of, make sure that what they were doing was okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're overseeing them now. Yes. Yes. Well, every once in a while, you would run across one that didn't want to do right. Mm-hmm. She didn't want. She was a little white gal that didn't want to do right. Yeah, so I said, but that's okay. I put up with it till I learned that job well. I really, really did. I was determined. Yeah. That. Uh, <clears throat> so then I got an upgrade. <laughs> the supervisor says, Mary. They need somebody over the testers. These are people that would do the paperwork for these 13 people. Mm -hmm. And they had had to turn in their paperwork, and it had to be processed or whatever. And his name was Jim DeMott. Jim DeMott. Jim DeMott. He said, Mary, he said, how would you like to be... uh, they're over those testers over there. I said, what? 
And he said, yeah. He said, I, I think I need somebody to look over them. Make sure they're doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Wanting to get more validation because you're doing such a good job already. Yes. I got the job. Mm-hmm. I stayed in that job again for about three years. Time was really adding up yeah. in those in those days. And um he said, You're doing a good job. I said, Well, thank you. But the thing about that was they look we loved the party. <laughs> you, you like to have a good we time. We love to have a good time. Getting a little loose. <laughs> yes. This this but this time this was a group. This was a group. Mm-hmm. They go to lunch. Everybody would go to lunch. And we'd have vodka gimlet mm-hmm. or whatever else, but we always worked. Yeah. There was no there was not a problem with that, you know. Work hard. Work. Play hard. <laughs> work hard and play hard. And I stayed in that job for I don't know, probably four or five years because time was really, really added, beginning to add up. And I got another upgrade. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. What do you think it was that had all these upgrades coming your way? I believe that they were to the point that they was going to hire some black folks. Yeah. And they had to fill some of these uh, openings. Mm-hmm. And for, I guess the person that they thought would do the best at them yeah. would end up getting the job. And you kept just being the best. I I kept. And if they would say you need to go to school, and they would send you, and I I, I never turned them down. If yeah. they said go to school for six weeks, I went to school for six weeks. Yeah. Just, if they said go to school for three days, I go to school <laughs> for three days. It didn't matter to me. Yeah. Know? I got another grade. To another um, comp, well, it was the same company, but it was in another building. I don't have to get my uh, and you gonna get the paper? Yeah, I, I got this letter here. So as you're getting the letter, I, just, I, just got to I, get letter. I know you're you're getting upgrades through life, and you're you're just doing the best and showing up each and every single time, and that's been the factor different to, for everybody else around you where they're more or less arriving at the job. And um, can I read this? Sure. Um, To our Mary, gosh, here we are saying goodbye to you and not wanting to. We all know it's a good move for you and one that you you are very deserving of, but that doesn't make it any easier to say so long to someone you care about, a care we do. Thinking back on the good times we had, at Keyless. What was Keyless? That was one of the other buildings. We had a lot of different buildings. Okay. Yeah. So Keyless was a building. Um, it all seems just like yesterday that we were eating up those delicious chocolate kisses and any Ar- Eddie Arnold's? What was Eddie Arnold's? That, that white uh, guy. Yeah. He's okay. still alive, I think. All right. <laughs> kisses of Eddie Arnold's and when weighing in the next day to see how much we owed the fat fund. <laughs> Seeing what juicy, and I won't mention those, wardrobe and the many, many Friday luncheons we spent at the Mai Tai, at the Mai Tai. They sure had good vodka gimlets. There they go. <laughs> Gee, 
it does seem like only yesterday we worked hard, played hard, and somehow made it all all gel. We really do wish you the best of all possible things in your new position. We know you will do a fantastic job and make us proud. We'll be glad to say, sure, we know Mary Witt. We used to work with her. We love you, your Keyless family. How do you feel hearing those words again? Oh, yeah. I, and I still love them. I still love this. The, when I left in 83 to come here for the um, department that I'm retired from, mm-hmm. the guy that, the guy that I should say that, well, he did. He brought me here. Yeah. Um, he hired me. He's still here. We have the same birthday. <laughs> His daughter has the same birthday, June 5th. Mm-hmm. He calls every year. We talk, I talked to him the other night. Nice. And he said, oh, you can't guess. I talked to my boss the other night, and he's in Florida. Ask about you. Mm-hmm. He said, oh, and do you know he is 83 now? <laughs> Oh, good. I said, so Dave, you about what? He said, about 83. Yeah. So so we kind of grew up together. That's amazing. We really did. We Look, really, really grew up together. Looking back, are those some of your favorite memories? Of my job, yes. Yeah. As we're coming to but, the end of this, I want to know kind of what that those impacts were for you. I I... Somewhere along the line in there, I was involved in my church. Mm-hmm. And I became president of presidents of my church. Yeah. And I saw a lot of young young people make it. I saw a lot of people that didn't. Mm-hmm. And my pastor was very, very good. He was a very good man. And when I came here in 83, Mm -hmm. I would stand in my door and said, Lord, what have you gotten me into now? Mm -hmm. I didn't like it here. Yeah, I'd never been here. I'd never been in South Carolina. And I I don't know how I'm going to make it. So I went back. And I talked with him. Mm-hmm. And he says, Mary, have you found your church? Yeah. I said, no. He said, that's your problem. Find you a church. He said, stay in it for six months and then come and see me. Mm-hmm. I said, Reverend Burden. He said, no. He said, that's it. He said, that's it. He said, and just keep doing what you're doing. He said, David, the guy, David was the guy that brought me down here. <laughs> he said, he'll be good to you. He'll see that you, everything works out for you. And he said, well, by that time, my husband was here. Mm-hmm. And he was not working either when we left Indianapolis because his job had played out. Oh, wow. That's the reason why I got to come down here. Yeah. 
So I go home after this, talking to him. I went home and Phyllis was there. And I said, I've been offered a job. <laughs> and he said, I've got another one? Yeah. <laughs> I said, yes, in South Carolina. What do you think about that? Ooh, South Carolina. Yeah. Yes. My husband says, Mary, I'm not working if you want a job. And he said, see what can happen. Thank the Lord. RCA was a good company to work for. Yeah. All I had to do was call them, tell them I said, accepted the job. Mm-hmm. They sold my house. <laughs> didn't have to. Didn't have to do a thing. Mm. So let me ask you this, because you said you saw a lot of people make it and a lot of people didn't. What do you think was the difference between the people that made it and the people that didn't? A lot of them just didn't like the job. They didn't like the job? They just didn't like the jobs. Did they find something better? Some of them did. Some of them just didn't work at all. Mm -hmm. And some of them, I guess, had families, began to have families, and uh, and they just didn't make it. And I still got one or two that's still there. Okay. Yeah. 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 Do you think anyone can, regardless of their situation, can just work hard and and prove themselves for the next position? Well, it yeah, you got to work. There's no doubt about it. And you you got to show that you are interested in it. Yeah. Whatever it is, or whomever that you are working for. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes I think that has a lot to do with it. The person that you are replacing, if they are for you, it helps. Mm-hmm. And if they're not, you aren't going to get that job. <laughs> it's not going to happen. No, it's just not going to happen. And um, basically, I think all the jobs that that I did get... It was because I would pay attention mm-hmm. if they had um, vacation or if they were sick and they needed somebody to fill in. Mm-hmm. I was always available. <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah. And uh, I guess somewhere along the line, I missed my kids growing up. Mm. I did. I missed, I, it somehow, I don't know. In talking to you, I have missed my job because my son, they and my daughter, they both grew up and um, went to college mm-hmm. and was out on their own. So, so somewhere along the line, I think I missed that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so anyway, when we came here, I said to my husband. <laughs> I said, do you think that when I retire, we'll go back to Indianapolis? Mm -hmm. And he said, the big H, no, I'll never shovel no more snow. (laughs) It is too cold up there. That was it. That Mm -hmm. was it. And uh, it worked out for me here. It really did. And I. Yeah. What would you tell the generation now growing up? 
about how they can reach their goals? I think now they better pay attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, be, um, what word I want to use? Nice to people. That's not the word I would use. Kind? Yeah, very kind. You got to do that. You got to do that. That do your job well. Mm-hmm. Nothing, you may not like it. You may not like it, but you're going to have to stick with it. Mm-hmm. Especially if you are trying to move up. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you, you, basically, I think it's just paying attention and being they available. Yeah. Avail- availability when you're needed mm-hmm. or you are wanted. Sometimes people will ask you to do things that you are not really up to doing or want to do, but you're going to do it anyway. Mm. Mm. I feel that's been lost. A lot of people feel entitled sometimes. Yes. Yes. And um, other than that, I, 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 I had some really, really nice people that... I would say they worked for me. Yeah. I just happened to have been their supervisor. Yeah. Uh, you know, but uh, I would choose people that I could work with, uh, would like to work with me and for me, and would do a good job at yeah. whatever was needed to be done. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the secret. That's, yeah. 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 You got to make sure, though. You got to make sure things are done and done right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you've done a fantastic job, not just with your upgrades, but with the family around you, the love that's around you. Um, we're we're going to be missing a birthday celebration for you, so I do want to wrap this up to give them an opportunity yes. to uh, to celebrate your your wonderful many many years here on 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 uh, on Earth. And I mean that with love, of course. Um, what's the one thing you want to tell? Uh, your your kids, your grandkids, your great grandbaby, um, as they look to the future, they love their grandmother. Mm-hmm. They, they you can see that, and I love them. I basically raised George and and Charles. Yeah, and then Kenan came along, and now the little ones come along. <laughs> there are several people in my church, um, Rome for one. They came uh, from Indianapolis mm-hmm. and joined my church. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, let's see, there was somebody else from Indianapolis. At the, and just being nice to people. Mm-hmm. Being really being nice to people. And you've taught me that, Granny. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. Um, I know there's a lot of stories we can get to. We could sit here for a little, a yeah. long time. Um, I do hope our listeners love that story and, and really kind of just seeing how possible it is to just upgrade and get that next position, exactly. regardless of the circumstances. You can't let that weigh you down. You can't let those the environment around you mm-hmm. hold you down. And the commitment to walk eight miles and then get on the bus 
washing your feet beforehand. Um, I hope a lot of folks can hear that story. And also the innovativeness of getting the job at RCA with the shipment <laughs> and then having them move the boxes while you do the paperwork. Yes. And everybody benefited from that. So, Granny, um, thank you so much. And I think our listeners really enjoyed it. And you truly are um, living a life of rainbows. You've gotten through your storms because we always say at the end of the podcast, everybody wants the sunshine, but they don't want the rain. But you can't get the pleasure without a little pain. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Let's grow. The No Rain, No Rainbows podcast is recorded at Camaraderie, a collective workspace in Greenville, South Carolina, right off the Swamp Rabbit Trail. If you're looking for a place to grow your business, network with other professionals, and establish your own workspace, Camaraderie is the place to do so. Get access to high-speed internet, private showers and towel service, free methodical coffee, and free beer on tap. For more details, be sure to head over to camaraderiecowork.com or hit the link in the show notes and find out how you can lock in your space with rates starting at just $99 a month. Be sure to tell them that Ted sent you and try it out for free. You never know, you just might find a new home at Camaraderie. Let's grow.